Sermons from FBC Athens. Welcome to the weekly podcast of the sermons from Sunday worship at First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia. The title for the Christmas Eve homily is Saving the Relationship and is given by Matt Marston, Senior Minister at First Baptist. The scripture text is Luke 2, verses 15 through 20. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told to them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Are you looking forward to any gifts you're going to give? Anyone have a Peloton they're giving? Do you remember that commercial? And the woman was just so thrilled to get exercise equipment. Have you tried that? It doesn't work. It's not too late if that's your plan. You're hopefully looking forward to giving a gift. Why do we give gifts? I think it's good that we give gifts, but I think we can be honest that sometimes our motives are mixed Sometimes we give gifts for improvement. I mentioned the Peloton. Anyone have a new jacket when you thought your jacket was fine? It was from 1995, the Land's End catalog, and then you get a new one. Sometimes we get uh, things that kind of, we wonder if it's, this is to put us in the giver's debt. Here's a major gift. Remember that come May, right? Sometimes we get gifts, though, that are simply for delight. Someone you know has given you something that was just the perfect thing that made you feel valued and cherished. And sometimes you do the same thing. You give a gift simply out of delight, But I still think our gift giving is a little limited because we can't quite put into words what we are trying to communicate with the uh, Visa Vanilla gift card. Why is it vanilla? We can't quite put into words what our loved ones mean to us. So we give these things because we can't give ourselves. Even at its best, our gift giving doesn't quite connect. Have you ever given a really great gift and your spouse, your child, your mother just kind of brushed it off? It's crushing. You thought, oh, I really put a lot of time and effort into this chia spice 
Chia Pet Spice Garden. And no love in return. We want, I think we are made to give ourselves to one another in love. But in our spiritual condition, we so often fall short. Now, sometimes we give gifts with a significant agenda, often one of saving the relationship or at least making it much better. Who has bought flowers when they were in trouble? Fellas? Anybody? Sometimes we give a gift to save a relationship. Have you ever gotten an extravagant gift that you felt kind of weird about? It was jewelry, but it was too expensive, and you weren't sure if you wanted to get it from this person? They were trying to maybe save the relationship, to breathe new life into what had grown cold. When I was in college years ago, we used to say that if one person gave a dog, a puppy, to the person they were dating, that relationship was in real trouble. I don't know if that's still true. Maybe everyone's so harmonious now. But back then, a puppy was a way to bring a new life and revive a stale, perhaps, relationship. It was completely lost on me when after nine months of marriage, my wife came home with a puppy. (laughs) I just kind of scratched my head. It's a warning sign. Pay attention. (laughs) Sometimes we give gifts to save a relationship, and sometimes it kind of feels icky. Sometimes it can feel desperate. I think very rarely, does anyone's heart ever changed by a gift that someone gave? I was going to, we were going to break up, but since you gave me this, I Oh, it's diamonds. Let's forget all that, you know. In Jesus Christ, we say that God gave a pure gift, a gift of God's very self to save a relationship, to make warm what has grown cold, to restore hope where despair has reigned, to bring the light of love in the midst of darkness. And this gift that comes in Jesus is unlike the gifts we give because God gives God's own self, not some other thing, not a bracelet, not a vehicle, God's own self. And there are no strings attached. Do you remember the uh, December to remembers the Lexus? Has anyone ever done that? Have you successfully purchased a Lexus and surprised your family? (laughs) Saturday Night Live did a spoof of it a couple of years ago, and theirs was Lexus. You really should talk about it before (laughs) the uh, hapless father in the fake commercial is he bought this Lexus He thought the down payment was the whole thing. So $4,000 sounded pretty good. He had been out of work. 
And he was trying to gain back the respect of his wife, and he wanted to impress his son's friends. How very juvenile and believable. And of course, everyone's mad at him. His wife is furious. She said, we can't afford this. We should have talked about it before. Hence the tagline of the commercials. But it was so sad because he had such high hopes of really reviving a family life that was falling apart. The problem was, it was not a true gift. It was a misrepresentation, and it had massive strings attached. In Jesus, God gives the full gift of God's very self, God's own Son, one of the three of the Trinity, comes to us and gives God's self tenderly and gently and strangely helplessly so that we could receive, be renewed, and revived. The anthem we sung, if you listen to the anthem, Jesus is God incarnate. John 1 says Jesus is the Word made flesh. And sometimes we balk at that. We say, oh no, God couldn't become human. Or we get worried That if we start talking about Jesus in such strong language as the incarnate Son of God, as the Word made flesh, that somehow we are being exclusive of other people, as if Christians have Jesus in our possession. That's not true. And of course, John also says that in Him was life, and it was the life of all people. In Jesus, there is not just a Christian club or something. The Word of God made flesh is for everybody, even if He remains hidden and anonymous. In Jesus, we truly meet God as God is. Now, why is that important? Because it means there is no hidden agenda. It means that we see God as God truly is. If Jesus was just a prophet, if Jesus was just another good teacher, then God would remain unknown. God would remain unrevealed. And God might just be hiding behind the gift the way that we can. But instead, in Jesus, God comes all the way down into creation to join us in the most tender of beginnings. And this shows us what God is truly like. The heart of God is tender and trusting and inviting and caring. And God comes to the lowest place, which means, friends, God comes to those places that we hide. God comes in those situations that seem like there is no hope. In Jesus, God comes all the way down to give us the perfect gift and to save the relationship. There's a family around the corner from us that just had their first child. 
and you can tell their schedule is crazy because the lights are off at like 7 o'clock and they're burning bright 4 a.m. But it took me back, and parents, it might take you back to those early days of the firstborn child where in the midst of that chaos, there is this sense of wholeness and peace and love and joy. In Jesus, there is that same and much bigger sense of peace and well-being that lies at the heart of God. And that means, friends, in this dark world, God's light has come, and it shines, and it will shine, and it will light up the heavens and fill the earth with glory. And so we can trust and hope and kneel at the manger and rejoice. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermons from FBC Athens. Join us for worship in person or our live stream Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. God's grace and peace be with you today, tomorrow, and always.